Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Rat Sound Review. Today we are joined by the band Ashes Rain. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? Hello there. Very good. Yeah, do you want to go Glad to be on, Wayne? Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, you want to go around the room, introduce yourselves? Start. Uh, we'll start with uh, Vinny. Yeah. Hey, Vinny. Carry on. Uh, guitarist, vocalist for the band. Reluctant vocalist. Let's say that. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> continuing on. Um. I'll go next. Uh, my name's Carter Bidminas. I'm the new guitarist for the band. Just started a couple months ago. Very cool. Hey, everyone. I'm William Burton. I play drums for Ashes Rain. Uh, like Carter, I'm pretty new to this thing. I, I first met up with Vinny and Ryan in uh, last autumn in 2021. And yeah, I've been going strong ever since, man. Very cool. And uh, Ryan Neurader, play bass. Very cool. And Ryan and Vinny, you guys are the, uh, you guys started the band together, right? I guess in like 2010? Yeah, um, this thing's been going, well, yeah, in, in some form or fashion, this thing's been around for a bit uh, with Ryan and myself. Uh, basically, you know, I was just playing guitar. Ryan's obviously always been on bass. Um, and we had numerous members, numerous iterations of mm-hmm. the band, really. Uh, I guess the earliest iteration, we were more just straight death metal. Um, you know, me, me being, um, the principal songwriter, I guess you'd say, um, how we've always kind of worked is I would write the music, um, and, you know, push that up. I started doing a lot of, uh, drum tracking via like, you know, just sample tracking and stuff like that. So I basically prepped the songs out, um, but out in the Richmond, Virginia area where we've always been, Hmm. it's, it's been very difficult, uh, historically to find, a clean singer, clean vocalist that's doing like traditional metal. Right. Um, you know, me coming from, you know, power metal and, and progressive metal and, you know, Dio and Priest and all these guys. That's what I always really wanted in my mm. band. Right. But, you know, we couldn't find anything like that. So we had a death metal, just a screamer uh, for a very long time. Um, we did a lot of shows with that, you know, that iteration of the band, but it fell apart and, trying to find other members just was very difficult and during that time period ryan and i were still writing and i uh, started doing some demo vocals on it and ryan convinced me to continue doing that and uh here we are <laughs> so <laughs> you've heard yeah i'm guessing you've heard the ep now and uh yeah with this current thing we're doing is is now seemingly catching on and it's just been a lot of learning a lot of just you know just guys taking on roles ryan uh, not only bass player, he arranges basically every song. Um, because when I give it to him, it's probably 15 minutes long every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't seem to write a, a short song for the life of me, man. So right. I have to give it over to Ryan. And Ryan has a great, like, just great knack for taking that stuff and making it much more approachable. And, right. and, and you know, you know, getting all the fat off, man, and just making it something that people want to hear as mm. opposed to me just going up there and wanking for you know, 15 minutes straight, you know, <laughs> as many guitar solos as I can fit in. Right. Uh, right. That used to be what we did. It, it never caught on before. And I do believe one of the biggest reasons it caught on these days is because of this working relationship Ryan and I have. Right. Well, that's good. And Ryan, I guess I'm actually kind of similar to you because uh, I have two bands and I kind of do the same thing. Uh, my guitarist will, you know, send me something and it'll either be too long or just won't make any sense to where, because I play drums, so it won't make any sense to where I could, make a song out of it you know with my drums or whatever so i edit the songs down and make it sound more 
presentable to a, a better audience, you know, and uh, you're doing the same thing. So what got you involved with, uh, you know, doing that kind of stuff? Uh, really just working with Vinny back and forth, trying to to get it the best that it can be. Yeah. Cool. All right. Very cool. Um, and William, William is actually the, the one who brought me to you guys because, uh, I, I know William, he's watched my show. He loves my Timo Tolki podcast. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, sent me a video of you guys uh, playing a live show. And then, um, I, unfortunately I, it slipped my mind. <laughs> and then one day I was going through my messenger and I, I saw his message. I'm like, Oh shit, let me see what's going on with the band. And he sent me the link to your guys, uh, album, the new EP. And, um, I, I really like it. And, like you said, I can tell you kind of came from like a death metal type uh, band before because you do some of those growls and, and this screaming type stuff a little bit, but you also do the clean vocals and uh, it works really, really well. Yeah. Um, it, it's really funny how it all developed. I mean, we were playing when in the band and opening for bands like Omnium Gathirum, Insomnium stuff. So a lot of these Swedish death metal, melodic death metal bands. And honestly, I hated I hated growling and screaming vocals. I could not stand it for yeah, the life of me. Not a huge fan of them myself. So. Yeah, yeah. So my brother ends up being in these hardcore bands as well, and he, that's all he's do- doing is screaming. Mm. And and through all this, I start to like develop an ear for it. And I'm like, man, I'm starting to kind of like this shit for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so so it really got interesting when we were doing those like those Swedish m- mellow death bands. It's like they're extremely melodic. Like you can just lay back and just chill to it. And I'm like, how can it just be screaming the entire time? And yet it's so chill and relaxing. Mm. And you know, that kind of brought me to look at a little harder at their compositions. And what's really going on a lot of times is throughout the choruses and stuff, there's a lot of melody guitar playing going on, you know, just Mm. a lot of really nice, simple, pretty melodies going on that you kind of attach those vocals to. And that was the key for me. It's like, Oh man, we, we're going to start writing a little differently. And I started adding a whole bunch of little melodies underneath our chorus lines. And that's, if you listen to what we're doing now, I mean, pretty much every song we have has something similar to that going on. And I kind of lock into that, but my brother did some demo vocals on one of these songs that we've had for a while. And he just screamed and got to the chorus and there was nothing. So I did some demo clean vocals on it and it was much more power metally. Mm-hmm. The duality of that sound, man, like just this heavy screaming going into these clean vocals. That was it. That was the tipping point. I was like, this is the sound. This is there's something here. Let's see what we can do with it. Mm-hmm. And then years, uh, years of vocal training on my part, because I, I was horrible, man. It took me two years. <laughs> of, you know, I mean, it was I can't tell you. I mean, I lost my voice so bad in the beginning. I mean, veins popping out of my, my throat. But people right. knew this band as a band with heavy vocals, right? you know, locally. So to keep the same name, which funny enough, I'll be real honest, we did because we had so much merch printed. (laughs) It was like, man, it's a cool name and we got the merch. I don't really want to have to do this all over. Let's just keep the name and, you know, let's kind of keep the vein of the heavy vocals. But let's see what we can do with the clean vocals. And, you know, we that's what we did, man. And and, and we're here. and, And I think I listened to the EP. I'd never done vocals before on anything guitar playing was easy i mean i've been doing it forever i don't have any problem playing guitar and i thought that you know tracking was easy enough but vocally ryan and i sat around we actually engineered vocals guitar and bass all at my home studio and we did drums at a you know a full production studio out here locally that's just phenomenal and that guy also did mixing and mastering for us well mixing he he mixed and then sent it over to jamie king who does like between the buried and main stuff for mastering but through that process, Ryan and I must have sat for like months, man, just working on vocal lines. <laughs> Him sitting there, like hitting the button for me as I'm standing in the booth. I mean, the hours we burned trying to figure out what sounded good. Mm. We were just really lucky to have what we needed. Um, all the gear that we've accrued over the years and, and you know, having, having Ryan sitting there and tell me I sounded like shit and I need to do it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> he was I mean, never you- that mean about it. He was you, never need that, that you need that guy in the band, though, you know. There, there was, de- yeah, I mean, he, there was definitely a lot of him saying, you know, I, I don't know if that's the right thing. Maybe we should try something else. And yeah. we fight sometimes, but it's always productive. <laughs> <laughs> we figure it out. So, yeah, it's been interesting. So, 
what I'm hopeful that the next iteration of stuff, when we go back in the studio, uh, just with all the experience now vocals, I'm really looking forward to getting back in there doing this again, man. Um, vocals are freaking ridiculously hard. It's not like playing guitar. You know, I powered through guitar for years. I can sit there, my hands can hurt, and I can keep playing. It's okay, but voice, you can't do it. You can only push it so far before it's gone. (laughs) So do you think that you're going to continue to be the vocalist of the band? I mean, you're an awesome singer. This EP, it it might be my favorite EP of the year because it it really is very (laughs) good. Wow, that's and that's and your vocal and I don't say that with a lot of bands, you know. And I'm not being that because you know I like William or whatever. But um, it, every song on here was really, like really good. I was really impressed. Sometimes you know somebody will send me a, a, a an album they did. I'm like, oh god, what is this going to sound like? But I, yeah. I immediately the first song I, I liked it from the beginning to the end, and I liked every song on here. So, and your vocals is what really drew me in because you know you you do the mix of the growling and the clean stuff, and and you do it very well. So I would hate to see that, you know. And I know, like you said, it's 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 tough to do those vocals and to do them yeah. for a long time. And how old are you guys? Well, it's funny we're we're all over the place. I'm 38, and Ryan right. and I share a birthday like a day apart, so we're both 38. Just turned 38. All right. Yeah. I don't know these other guys. They're younger. I am 20 years old. Oh, you're only 20. Wow. And how yeah. old are you, Carter? I'm 30. Wow. You right look like you're 50. You look like you're 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you, know, you, you all, all you guys are young, so hopefully you don't blow out your vocals, and uh, you can continue to do this for a while. No, um, it's it's definitely got to the point where this is this this band is definitely gonna have to be me on vocals now. I mean, it, it, it's just it's grown. People do seem to like it. I, I don't know if this is an issue with all musicians, but I can't listen to the stuff honestly. Mm-hmm. All I hear is everything I did incorrectly and everything I would do differently. I mean, I sing the songs differently now live then they're recorded and i wish that i hadn't put it out the way it is right now but yeah. you know it is what it is people have been receptive but man that was a horrible it was a horrible time during that ep i mean <laughs> we we lost numerous members the drummer that's on the ep is no longer with us the guitar player that we had leading up to the ep for a couple of years dropped yeah. before you know we actually got to recording so all guitars on that thing is me oh wow, wow. <laughs> yes yeah, so, i mean it was a lot of work and and to be quite forthcoming, I was going through a potential divorce at the time. My wife and I had separated. I mean, I had no motivation hardly. I mean, I think, you know, I got to st- take a step back and look at this and be like, man, Ryan, of all people, the way he, he was so like, I don't know, he just took his time with me. He was he, he understood. He didn't push me too hard. Uh, it had to get done. We were already in the middle of this thing. We all wanted yeah. it to be done. Believe me, it was the only good thing in my life for a minute. But I just couldn't do it. And he handled that just extremely well. And when you go through something like that, you know, with with your members, you know, guys like this that I work with, I mean, I, I want to do the fucking best job I can for these guys, too. Mm. So it really pushed me even harder knowing that, the, you know, he, he had taken that time. He let me have the time I needed to get my life straight. When I came back into it and did it, it was like, man, I've really got to do this right you know, so I do think that that made it a little special, even though there's things I don't like about what I did vocally. I mean, I don't think I would have pushed as hard mm-hmm. if I didn't have this all these situations happening and, and wanted to just do it the way it needs to be done for the guys that I was trying to do it for. You know, yeah. so and I totally understand because when you listen to your stuff, uh, you do hear things like I always hear stuff that I do on drums. I, I wish I would have did this. Actually, a song I yeah. just recorded. It's already mastered and mixed now, so it's already too late. But I could have just did something differently. But it is what it is, you know. Sometimes yeah. you just have to learn to live with it, you know. Yeah. And when you play yeah. live, you can do whatever you want, so nobody cares. You're right. You're right. And and I got it. I'm I'm bad with that. I, I mean, notoriously, man, for years I was just horrible about finishing anything. Um, yeah. Ryan would always like Ryan. It's so so Ryan's joke. the glue to this band. Oh fuck yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. The running joke, man, has been, you know, Vinny will change the song probably 15, 20 times from the point that it's written. <laughs> <laughs> but did you feel like, because uh, I also, when I recorded my last album, uh, my guitarist uh, father was dying of cancer. And we were right in the middle of it. And I said, you know, you know, take your time off or whatever, but doing music can help you because he was like completely depressed. So, you know, he tried to write music and everything and we did some really cool songs during that whole time but did that seem to help you writing music and continuing with those shit that you were going through i mean it did a lot of the content on the album is directly you know lyrically directly is connected to what was going on um it was a little difficult 
you know, but yeah, it was cathartic in lots of ways to just get through it um, and keep doing. I mean, I knew I, I've always known, I mean, musically, I mean, I've got something there. I mean, I've always known that I was pretty good at it. Um, I've worked hard at it. It's a good thing in my life. For sure. It's not it's something I'll never stop doing no matter what. You know, it doesn't if it never takes off to a certain degree, it's not a big deal. I mean, I can't not play. Right, right, <laughs> it's, right. It's unreasonable. So uh, yeah, it's definitely the when I'm not playing, it's it's almost like, yeah, I mean, practice wise, like I like to play every day. If I don't, it feels you know, it's like when you don't brush your teeth, man, something's not right. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, it's long standing. Um, it, it it was helpful, but to be fair, um, you know, when you're, I got I got a whole family that I I love dearly, and it was all falling apart. I had no idea it was going to happen. Music really didn't seem important to me at the time, um, and it sucked because we, <laughs> it happened right as we started to get serious about recording this thing, and then it all just was like we got one song I think halfway tracked, and boom, this all started happening. I was like, I. Don't want to do anything. I don't want to record. I was still playing, but I couldn't. I couldn't actually be in a creative mode where I could actually put work into it because I just, I was in a bad place. Yeah, <laughs> you right, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, it, the out the EP came out great, uh, which is uh, Mountains Echoes is the yep. name of the EP. So everybody needs to go check that out now, Ryan. Uh, with all the problems that you guys were going through with the members and everything, did you think that the band would continue or did you ever think it would break up or anything at some point? No, I don't think me and Vinny were up top. So we're just going to keep trucking along no matter what happens. If members drop, we'll find find a way to keep going. We're in for the long haul. Very very cool to hear. And now how did you find Carter, the guitar player here? Uh, Carter and I actually worked together, um, you know, so so a little backstory on what happened with the previous guitarist. Um, he was a great player. We, we we hit it off really well. I've known him for a long time. Good friends. And he plays a lot like me. That was one of the best things about that guy in particular was I'd write everything, hand it over to him. And basically he'd play it, you know, note for note, exactly like I did. it. Um, and, and I didn't have to really show him anything because he was really good at picking things up by ear. Um, but what ended up happening with him was he got really big on Twitch and, and Twitch streaming took a priority and we started not being able to play shows. He couldn't practice and stuff due to the fact that he was doing all the streaming. Now streaming video games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Video games. And and lately he's been, he's been throwing some guitar up, man. He's been throwing some guitar. I mean, he was a full-time welder and Uh he quit welding to be a Twitch streamer and was making more cash doing that. So, you know power to him right i mean that's the dream dude so he's doing really well in that you know in that avenue of stuff so we had to pick it up it's like okay either we're going to continue on like ryan said we're not stopping we got to figure out a way to go so when this went down we actually used the drummer who's on the album's brother for a minute to do some live shows um but when he quit obviously his brother decided to go with him left us in a in a moment where we were looking for a drummer we found william which is also kind of interesting how that all came together um william had kind of known about us and, and we hit it off really well i mean he starts talking to me about all these progressive metal bands and stuff that like i thought i was being catfished no bullshit i was telling ryan i was like someone's messing with this, this can't be real this this there's no way this guy is out there on, on drums this close to us and and knows all these bands that no one knows and and it was funny, man. So that worked out. So Carter, though, him and I recorded another band together. Uh, Carter is sitting in, I think you're sitting in your studio right now. Yeah, right? in the studio. Yeah, man. So I actually went to Carter because I don't have a live room um, for drum recording. I needed a place and, I, and Carter and I had talked before and I knew he had a good place for it. So I went out there and we engineered um, this whole album together for this band, um, The Dead Frets, actually. And... Carter is a fucking fantastic guitar player. I mean, incredible guitar player. And I knew that. And when this all came to be and I was like, oh, man, who are we going to use? Who, who's out there that we could get? Well, I instantly thought of Carter and we reconnected. And the first thing I said was, hey, man, are you possibly interested in playing this stuff? Now, to be fair, and Carter can go into detail here, but I don't believe that this style of music was really what Carter's you know, forte was. Mm. Or is really, I mean, Carter is much more just, uh, if, in my opinion, much more of a progressive minded player, mm. uh, you know, more dream theater and like King's Exes type stuff. Um, we're kind of coming in from a, 
death metally metalcore sprinkling in some of the prog elements. So I didn't know if he'd even be into it, man. Mm. <laughs> but uh, luckily it worked out. And what he has brought into the band now, um, we have areas in our live shows where, the, where we, you know, have lead sections where Carter's just doing his thing. And I mean, it adds an element that we've never had that I think does push us into, you know, new heights, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we get to write more together mm. and get him on the next recordings and stuff. But he can speak some of you know to, to that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. I mean that you covered pretty much most of it. Um, yeah. It, it's more like it's been like a really long time since I've been in like a straight on metal band, right? Mm-hmm. Like the last, uh, I think it was like eight years ago when I was in college um, doing stuff with my, with my old band that uh, was when I was doing like actual metal stuff. So I've had to like get back in shape basically for like right hand stuff and chugging and triplets all that kind of thing so mm. um it's actually been really nice to like have that outlet for technique honing essentially like it makes makes me feel like a better player um, right. what i'm trying to do lately is make myself like a very well-rounded guitarist and i think this does help me with doing that yeah cool yeah definitely having somebody like you introduce your influences into a band that's kind of not in your style you're going to bring that into the band and it's going to really make it something that's unique and, and your own style. So I can't wait to hear if you got, do you have any new music being worked on yet or not yet? Well, or, well, well not the two of us, I guess, right? We were going to get together this week, I think, right? Or yeah, maybe it was yeah. next week. Yeah. So funny enough, I would say, so we have songs that we have a whole album ready to go. We have, you know, we're going to go in and we're doing a single here soon. And then after the single, we got the full length coming up. Now I would say that no Carter didn't write some of the stuff that he's playing, but he has <laughs> changed it. He has little things he's doing that I'm starting to hear and I'm picking up and I'm playing it the way I'm hearing him play it because I like it more. <laughs> so <laughs> there's little embellishments in Carter's playing that I, I just don't have. I mean, I'm much more of a straightforward, uh, technical, like fast arpeggiated player where Carter brings in a lot of soul. I mean, it's more of a, I don't want to say like, it's not like super slow or anything. I would, I would say more like David Gilmore, right? I mean, he, he takes a note and he makes that one note mean something where I need a flurry of notes to get my point across. Mm. <laughs> is how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Um, and that is an amazing thing to have in a band like this, because where he comes in and does his thing, people don't know what to do. I mean, they're looking at this guy and then we're trading solos back and forth, you know, in the middle of songs. And it's like, it's exactly what I wanted. I mean, I grew up, listening to bands like Megadeth and, you know, Anthrax and all these bands. And I remember Megadeth's like, fuck, I love that. I love when Dave's up there and Marty's up there and then they're just flip-flopping guitar solos back and forth, dual dual harmonies and stuff like that. I was like, I want that. And that's how I've written everything. Even when it was just one guitar player, it was always written to be two guitar players. I just didn't know that at the time. Because I had this big problem with like ever letting another guitar player into my project. Like, oh, they're not, they're going to mess it up. They're never going to play it like I am. But, man, I had to take over vocals. There was literally no way, man, that I could play. I can't do it. I can't play and sing everything. I'm dipping in and out of the song, really. And Carter's taking over all rhythm work while I'm kind of doing the vocals. And I'll come in for choruses and stuff and add in, you know, just basic chordings and play some guitar solos. Mm. So it's it's really evolved into something I never expected because my guitar duties have lightened up tremendously. Um, you know, in the future, maybe I, I kind of think I'd like to get back into a band just playing guitar because that's my my true love. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't do it with this band. It's just not what we are anymore. So, right. Right. Cool. and then how do we get William into the band? Oh, William, how did you show up, man? So, uh, yeah, as Vinny hinted, it was a very interesting story. So, I mean, <laughs> back when I was in middle school, or whatever, that's when I was playing with like you know band here, band there. Like it was kind of silly because it, I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. But at a certain point, I stopped playing with other people for a while, and I was just kind of doing my own thing, just learning to get better and just doing that. But over the last year or so before I met Vinny and Ryan, I'd started looking around more. Um, and I'm very into Vinny and I and Carter. We share a lot of the same huge influences, you know, Dream Theater, Symphony X, Fate's Warning, Redemption, uh, Zero Hour. I love all those bands. I'm also really into the power metal thing, uh, Dragon Force, Stradivarius, obviously, so not Arctica. Yeah. 
Um, so I knew Ash's reign existed for a long time, like back since like seventh grade, like when they were like on Craigslist and this and that. And again, I was like 13 or 14 at the time. So I was like, eh, they, they seem pretty, you know, for real. Right. So I was like, I'll probably stay clear of that for a little bit. But last October rolls around and I've been playing with this one cat in Richmond because we're based in Charlottesville, but I was going to Richmond and it wasn't really guy was cool. Like he's played keyboards and he's into the same music I'm into, which is very rare, you know, in the States, you know, power metal, it's not a big thing here. Um, So that didn't work out. So I knew Ashes Rain existed and I knew that they kind of incorporate, and we do incorporate some progressive elements into our music. Mm -hmm. It's just not the forefront of it, you know, not, it's not like 10, 12 minute songs all the way through, but I knew there were some of those elements. So I was like, you know, okay, maybe if I hit these guys up, maybe, They'll know somebody who who's trying to do this type of music, like another guitarist, or maybe one of the guys in the band will want to do something on the side. So I hit them up and it was like two weeks before a response came back. And <laughs> I, I get this uh, text message from this Vinnie Carrion, quite an elaborate sounding name, like Vinnie Corpse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as it turned out, the the former drummer he told me the former drummer was quitting and so i was like oh really that's pretty interesting and then we were just talking about like our influences or whatever and a little bit this (laughs) and that like the fact that he lives like 20 minutes away from me another thing that was crazy at the time besides all these uh our similar influences is that we were both reading dostoevsky at that time (laughs) which was like I don't blame him for thinking that like I was a catfish because it, it seemed like extremely too good to be true. <laughs> it but, was um... the weirdest thing. I'm sitting there with Ryan when, so, so look, our, our, old, our drummer's on that album quits. Ryan and I are sitting at a coffee shop and we're talking like, dude, what are we going to do? Where are we going to find another guy? We can't let this thing die. We've got something too good here. We got to keep moving it forward. What are we going to do? Ryan's just like on his phone. He goes, hey, we got a message in the band, <laughs> the band account. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, yeah, it came in like a few weeks ago. And he's like, it's a drummer looking for a band. So he shows it to me. And I'm telling you, it's written directly to me. It's like someone has like like stalked me, found out every band I love, and is like, I'm going to say exactly what this guy wants to hear. And I'm going to get him, man, while he's down. I'm going to make it look like I'm here. And then I was like, there's got to someone screwing with us, man. There's no way. There's literally no way. I mean, he's talking Fate's Warning and stuff, man. I mean, you know how many guys I, I've met in my life when I say Fate's Warning and Ray Alder, they, they know who that is? Right, like, right. no one. No one, man. Well, you're and in I the mean, middle of uh, Guar country over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. mean, it, I mean, he was going even further, man. Like, I can't even remember the bands you were, you were bringing up, but it was like, I was like, there's literally. Redemption, Communic. Yeah, I was like, nobody, mine. not one person in my life that I've met other than when I go to Prague Power in Atlanta, mm. you know, that's where everyone congregates, man, who's into this type of music. But mm. I was like, there's no way that someone's 20 minutes away listening to this stuff and wanting to do this type of thing. And lo and behold, I was like, I was telling her, I was like, this is messed up. I was, the day he came out to finally meet us, I was saying to Ryan, I was like, dude, if this dude rolls up and it's like our old, old drummer who things went really <laughs> south with, it's like, let's be, let's be right, man. Cause I don't trust what's about ready to happen. And then this dude shows up and he keeps talking the same stuff he's been talking and he, and he wants to play drums. I'm like, this is nuts. I was like, let's try, let's see what happens. <laughs> wow. It was insane. And apparently it's, it's working out so far. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, I hope it's, so, man. it's good. Now on, you know, on a personal level, I mean, we clicked, it, it's funny when we talk about influence and stuff because Ryan is kind of on the other side a little bit. Yeah, what mean, are, what are your influences, Ryan? You didn't talk too much, so let us know. What is Ryan about? It's a lot of the 90s, really. The new metal, Mudvayne, old Slipknot. All right, cool. And then I, I had to go back to learn the, uh, the older bands, and I got into Dio and Iron Maiden. Hmm. Uh, those are probably the main ones. Yeah. Yeah, much more of a... Like, like you said, like a new metal thing, as opposed to me, where all I wanted to do was play like Dream Theater type stuff, man. I mean, that's all I, my heart was in that. I found out about Dream Theater. I was a big Rush fan earlier on. So, I mean, finding Dream Theater like changed my idea of what a band could be and what a band could do. I mean, they were popular, yet they had like no rules, man. They did whatever they wanted to do. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do whatever I want, not care about who's listening. 
that was the big problem with all the bands I was in <laughs> before because I didn't care if it was listenable. I was like, I'm enjoying playing it, so this must be good. That's not how that's not actually how it works. And Ryan helps <laughs> check me out there because, you know, we've ripped parts out of songs, man, that were like dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. But months later, after I'm listening to these tracks and I'm and I go back and I listen to the original version, I can't deny, I cannot deny it. It's a much better song when it's refined. Right. And and that's. <sighs> I do think that there's a place for progressive music. Believe me, I do believe that progressive metal is is amazing, and I do love it. It's like my favorite genre. But it is not the most approachable genre, and it's mostly other musicians who really get into that. And I don't want to keep playing for other musicians. I want to connect with people on another level, man. I want people to hear music, feel music, and and not need to know how to play an instrument to and you know enjoy the fact that we're flipping time signatures all around. Right. I mean. I think I was too much into the, the the details and the technical stuff and really didn't know how to write a good song until now, until right. the stuff you've heard on this EP. And, and, and Ryan really helped us get to that point. I mean, we sat there and we massaged parts and made them more, you know, just the feel. Ryan's all about feel. And he, he'd be like, yeah, that's cool what you're doing, but it feels better if we play it like this. And I just didn't have that in me at the time. And I've had to grow into that. And I think it has, I think we have grown. I think the riffs now that we, that we throw around and the new music that's coming around that, you know, that I've been kicking out, it's much more instantly connectable. Like you hear it and you, and you just kind of can groove to it. So we'll see how it, how it all develops. I'm even interested to see what happens going forward. It's, it's going to be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are we letting William have some input on the drums that he plays or you guys already got the songs down or or how's this going to work out? Um, I mean, I just asked him, you know, like, um, you know, what, what, what's, what's good for this part? Like, I guess yes and no. I mean, some of the slower, more like straightforward parts, you know, I try to keep it pretty approachable and pretty straightforward, but, but some of the more technical songs, I try to add my own, um, you know, whether it be ghost notes or fills here and there changing this, you know, instead of playing the crash, I play the China. Um, but that's all on the music that we've, that, that they've done already, like the EP and the few songs that we've been playing live right. thus yeah. far. Yeah. But a lot of the new stuff that we're going to do, I feel like, like man like the stuff that he's doing sounds really good man and these two songs that are going to be on this on our our full length album are songs that they've had we've had for a long time that Vinny and Ryan have worked on for a long time and man they sound so great i'm just so stoked that i get to be a part of this man cuz i feel like that you know i'll be there and you know Carter's going to be doing his thing man he has this like really soulful lead playing like man it's going to be so killer man you know so there's going to be a good balance to it you know we're all going to you know we're all going to be flexing our muscle musically but we're going to be servicing the song itself it won't be you know overindulgent it'll be really balanced but it'll be really cool man yeah Yeah. i i I would say a glimpse into how we how we operate i mean it's just the way it is i write the stuff out it goes to ryan we we you know figure it out arrangement wise but Throughout that whole thing, I'm doing, you know, drums in the DAW. Like, I'm, I'm grabbing, like, a superior drummer, and I'm writing all the drum parts. But, but I am not writing them in a way to say, play like this. It's all about the feel in the individual parts. I, wanna, I want this type of feel here. I think this type of feel here is good. Never with any drummer I've ever had did I say, hey, play verbatim this crazy nonsense that I'm playing as drum. Because I'm not a drummer. Right, I'm right. just not. But I know how to grab MIDI notes and put them in, and it takes time. And I can make the song sound presentable so people get the idea of what I'm hearing in my head. From that point forward, they take it and run with it, man. Um, I do get a little uh, – I'm, I'm pretty good on consulting. Like, you know, there are times where I think things are overplayed and I want it to be brought back. Mm-hmm. There are definitely places where I think, you know, it needs to be more fancy and stuff. And I try to, like, guide that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I do think the individual needs to bring themselves to their instrument and the band, right? And I do believe William, I mean, in, in the way that he's even addressed some of the songs we had recorded, he's changed parts. And and a lot of times I'm like, yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. I wish <laughs> it had been recorded like that. So I am very interested to see what the next batch of recordings sound like with William 
you know, going to the studio and doing all that. So, yeah, it's it's funny, man. With I think a lot of bands probably do what we do now and, and maybe plot the songs out in that way, you know, make demos with fake drums. But the fake drums sound like poop. They just right. do, man. Yeah. Um, and they don't sound real. It's, you can tell it's not a real human at the kit doing these things right and i don't want that it's all it's all just like loops or whatever so exactly man exactly and 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 at the end of the day you have the same loops as everybody else man it's not like i'm creating new loops right Right. so i want passion i want real and we get there but it does help us make the song pretty early on like we can get the song written and i can get lyrics and melodies pretty much figured out way before the actual final drums are cut you know right so it is a it is a good way for us to work, and that's that's kind of just the way it is these days. Yeah. So, do you all get into room together and and work on this stuff? Like, you're not all sending files to each other, are you? Or how, how well, is this working? Or usually, is that how you do <laughs> it? I mean, yeah. I mean, usually, so we play some stuff. Like, I'll come up with the riffs, and we do play them at practice. You know, I'll throw the new riffs at people. But before that, yeah, I'm actually recording them and putting you know the fake drums and everything to it, just so people can have that idea of what I'm about ready to throw at them. So, hey, next time you come to practice, hey, let's check out this thing I sent. And, you know, William's done this already, and he's changed parts up and stuff. He's like, yeah, I like what that thing was doing. That was kind of an interesting feel there, but let me – I'm going to try something like this. I'm like, sick, and it usually works out pretty well. It's – right now, because so many people are so new, we've always operated – because Ryan and I have been, you know, always just – we're the ones who are here. We're, we're the staples, man. So I know that Ryan's going to be here and Ryan and I write the music together basically anymore. We know we can write songs and get them finished and hand them over to the other members in the band and have them put their finishing touches on. So that's just how we've learned to operate. I, you know, I, I would like to write with Carter more. We've been talking about getting together and actually writing parts together um, because I don't want every guitar part to be, me right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know i don't want that i i really do love carter's guitar playing i mean i wish you had more of an idea what that is right now because the guy is fantastic i mean he just blows me out of the water man i i sit there and listen to him play and i'm just like i love it yeah. i get the little i get the little goosebumps <laughs> on the neck and shit it's, it's incredible <laughs> so i want that in my band i don't want to have a guy in my band that i'm neutering right that has that potential and ability right i don't want to do that but we do need to get through these initial things that have been waiting in the wings um we have all this music that's just so ready to go i want it recorded i want to just be done with it and then i want to write new stuff for right. sure yeah well they're adding their own thing to the, this, these older songs anyway too so you're going to get a feeling of what they exactly do, a little bit so exactly. and, and carter what are your influences like uh, what got you into playing guitar oh geez it's been a while but i started out with a lot of uh Stuff like Joe Satriani, Jimi Hendrix, um, and then moved into kind of Paul Gilberti and then uh, John Petrucci of Dream Theater, obviously. Um, and uh, yeah, well, a lot of like prog metal, progressive acts, stuff like that um, has pretty much made me the player that I am right now. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I guess recently there's this band that's really cool. Uh, maybe you heard of them, Frost. I think they put an asterisk at the end of their name. It's like a European prog band. I've shown many of these guys before, but yeah, yeah, they're not metal, but they're pretty, you know, they're up my alley as far as, uh, you know, stuff that I write, I guess, on my own. I'm trying to remember that band. uh, Every time he plays, he write a riff, it reminds me of uh, that band, Porcupine Tree type stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Steve Wilson as well. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I like them too. They're pretty good. Some of their stuff, anyway. Yeah. Some of the latest stuff. Um, so what? What's what? Are, so when do you think is the next single going to be out? Is there like an official date or something? Or uh, we are so that we're keeping. It's going to be. I can say this much. I mean, it's going to be a cover track. So we're actually going to go out there oh, and do right. a single of a cover. Um, we're going to do the Ashes of Rain treatment to a song that is not at all heavy, <laughs> but we're going to do it. Um, and that we we've already, we went out, we got the drums uh, booked for October. So we're going in the studio to track the drums. This is just how we work. We're going to go out there. We'll get the, the, the drums recorded. Before that, we'll have all of the, you know, um, 
all the clicks and everything, I do that stuff. So I'll, I'll get the click track ready to go, man, with all the time signature changes, because there are those, <laughs> mm. and tempo changes and all. And I'll get the guitar tracked to that. So when we go to the studio, William will be playing to what he's heard for a month or so, which means here we're going to start training William, just like we did our last drummer. I can record drums here, and he can have everything just like he's going to have at the actual studio. Mm. in his ear and play to it and record but i just don't have the room to make the drums sound the way i need them to sound here and i don't have the expertise on drums right. so we're, we'll we'll go through a month of him you know prepping for it and then we'll go to the studio man he'll have the exact same track that he's playing to he'll track his drums there then we take that we come back to my place ryan actually has his own setup now at his home so he doesn't even do it at mine anymore but we'll track guitars here di's and he tracks bass and, and bass di's we send those to the engineer. He'll reamp them if he wants. That's how we do everything these days. And then vocals, Ryan and I get together and we knock them out together, man, in my vocal booth out in my home studio. And yeah, that's just the process and it, and it worked. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to make it better. We're going to buy maybe a little more gear on top this time. Uh, you know, we, we, I think one thing that we used on vocals that ended up being fantastic was the, uh, it's the distressor, the EL8 distressor. Um, that thing was pricey, but we got one and we want two um, to do a little bit of post compression, too. So we might go ahead and see about that. But I think, you know, considering it was recorded out in my home studio with the gear we picked up like on a whim, it came out pretty solid, man. I, and, and the ability to sit in the studio of your own and just track and track and track and be creative and try things without ever worrying about the clock. Yeah. It means all it makes all the difference to me, man. Like oh, yeah. I'd rather be able to do that than go in the studio where they have top of the line gear and they're like, All right, let's do this thing in eight hours and that's all you got. Right, yeah. 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 Exactly. Save some money too. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh what I'm not gonna ask you the cover song because you don't want to give that away yet. But uh why did you pick this song? Uh you know, it's once again just throwing songs in the hat and then like me demoing some stuff out. Uh, Ryan and I were kicking some songs around mostly, um, and 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 still I wanted to do different songs. <laughs> but Ryan, <laughs> Ryan threw this one out there, and and when I listened to it, I was like, I I could hear instantly. I was like, yeah, there's potential here to do some cool stuff. And then I just started demoing some of the things we were talking about, and this one just as soon as I started demoing it, it was like, oh yeah, th this is this is gonna work. And we finished the demo of that thing, and yeah, it's it's solid, and it's got some pretty, it's it's all new. I mean, I think one of the things that we do, at least I do for sure, is I always play a little further than I, you know, a, a little more advanced than I am. I guess is the way to put it. Like the the guitar sound that I get is probably because I'm teetering on the edge so much. <laughs> I am playing a little out of my league all the time. And that's what we're doing on everything we're stepping through. So this next track on guitar, I mean, it's, it's got some stuff in there that I even, I listen to, and I'm like, I cannot even believe I played it. That's amazing. So that's what I want every time I record a song is to hear it and be like, whoa, I can't even believe I played that. That's, that's the goal for me. It's just always one-upping myself and, and playing on the rails a bit. Cause it gives you that exciting sound to me. It's that you can't really fake it, man. It's yeah, it's uh, could be a little messy, but if you work on it hard enough, you can tighten it up. Just maybe that good one, that one time you need to record it live, right. I can get away right. with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get away with anything live. Uh, and right. is this is this a song that everybody kind of knows? It's like something that's on the radio all the time. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, you know the idea. We know the next batch of on the full length. We some of these songs, like like William had said, they've been around for a minute. Um, we've they're they're tight they're they're very well written and performed songs they're they're you know when you see our set we we play a couple of these and they are like the high points of the set mm. so we want to make sure that we have gained more interest before we put that out right so putting the ep out was saying hey everyone look we're out here we're doing this this is who we are this is what we can do which is why the ep is so diverse by the way we we chose to come in heavy and as you go through the EP, it gets more melodic and less heavy at, until it ends. I mean, you, it shows that we're not just 
a band that's going to come in and scream at you the whole time. Mm. If you listen to the entire thing, you're going to see, man, these guys got straight up clean parts. I mean, some of the stuff in there is reminiscent of bands that I love. Like, I mean, there's Def Leppard embedded in there and Skid Row type stuff that right. I really, you know, brought into some of these songs uh, when I when I wrote them back in the day. So we move in that direction. And if you get to the end, always and forever, there's no heavy vocals in it at all. It's mm. very melodic, you know, sometimes quite boring to play. <laughs> <laughs> but every time we play a show, I mean, it's funny that there's people you wouldn't expect. They come up and they, they call that. They're like that song, that that slowest song you guys play. That is by far my favorite. Mm. there's something about that song we used to play it acoustically um in the middle of the set so we play all heavy tracks and then all of a sudden we had this acoustic song embedded in the middle and every time we played it people would freak out mm. and i was like dang man well we we got to do the ep and we talked through i was like maybe we should do an electric version you know a more well-produced version of that song that we play acoustic all the time and that's what that ended up being um and i love that we have this ep out that is just a wide gambit of what we do. Um, it, it gives you a good idea of what we're capable of, but honestly, I don't think it really gets to the core of who we are because there's a lot more prog elements in us. This The song that we play live, Distance, which is our closer, we've been playing it for years, and it's probably one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. It is a much more progressive song. It's got a lot of parts going on. It's, it's just awesome, and it, it has everything you want. It has everything, the leads, the the harmonies, the time signature changes, the weird stuff. It's it's awesome, but it never feels like that when you hear it. And and that's like, I, I kind of go back to Rush again when I say that, because the thing about Rush for me was they did all that shit. They did all the crazy time signatures and meter changes, yeah. but you never thought about it. Right. They did it in such a way that you just, you, you were in the song, man. It didn't, it wasn't at the forefront. They That's just how they write. I don't think they actually were sitting there going, oh, yeah, let's do a 7-4 into a 6-4 right here because it's <laughs> going to blow some minds. <laughs> and now that's kind of what happens is when I write stuff, we have to go back and investigate it. We just did it a couple practices ago where I was like, hey, yeah, there's this this song. Like, there's the part. I know it has weird time in it. Let's figure out what it was. And I couldn't tell you what it was. Mm. Just because I write this way now, it's it's what's in my head and we get it out. So right. I'm interested to see what we do um, going forward. But we are a lot more progressive than people know right now <laughs> i would say cool well there's nothing wrong with progressive that's good so and you got some yeah. elements of it on the album i even hear a little bit of like shadows fall on this ep too oh nice nice mm. I, I get a little sense of that too so every really good ep so everybody needs to go listen to it now i don't care whether you listen on spotify amazon or or how, where can people go to buy the actual cd because you do have them for sale yeah, we got the AshesRain.com out there that our wonderful bass player manages all that stuff for us. A very so, nice website, by the way. That's him. All him. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very good job. Uh, so, yeah, everybody go buy that. And, and I love who came up with the logo for your for the band. That's Ryan. Ryan does all of our oh, art. All stuff, the creative man. stuff when it comes to art. And I, should, I should have known because yeah. he's the comic book guy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's an awesome logo because I was going to buy that hat. I, I probably will eventually at some point because I love that hat. Uh, the way you have the logo up on the the top of the rim here, and then uh, you know the other band logo on the. Put your head down, Ryan. You're wearing it. Aren't show you? people yeah, the damn merchandise, <laughs> Ryan. Come on. That's an awesome looking hat. And I want to get one of those shirts too, but you were out of extra large, so get some more shirts. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I did order a CD, so I better have that in the mail by tomorrow. Awesome. All right. Appreciate it. Right, so where can every ashesrain uh, uh, You got Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the Facebook ashes rain. should just be Ashes Rain Band is everything. Instagram, Instagram, TikToks. We got Spotify too. I think right. Yeah, the Spotify, the TikTok. The, I mean, we're on everything that you can pretty much be on. Even the Twitter. I mean, everything. I mean, you can't leave any stone right. unturned these days, right? <laughs> That's right. You can't. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and, yeah man. Yes, and William, thank you for showing me your, your band here. You guys are really great. Thank you for letting me on the podcast, man. Like I said, what I told yeah. you, you know, I was serious, man. You know, like, you know, I've been going through a lot of really hard times last few years, man. And like just, just sitting there and watching you and Timo Toki, you know, talk for hours and hours, man. It's just so fun. You know, he's one of my favorite 
musicians of all time. Yeah. And man, just what a character, man. For real. Yeah, exactly. so I, thank you for having us on, man. I really appreciate it, dude. I've been looking forward to this like all week, man. Yeah, no really problem. appreciate it, dude. When I when I heard your you guys' music, I had to get you on the show. Because I really want you want to get your name out there and, and hope you guys have a lot of success. Cause uh like I said, if you guys are gonna get better than this EP, I, I really want to hear what you guys come up with. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm looking forward to to working with these guys, man, and putting my stuff out. Like I said, I've never recorded anything, man. So it's been you know, lifelong goal, man, to play music and touch people's hearts and bring people together like that, man. You know, it's just it's what I'm here for, man. Yeah, very cool, very cool. All right, guys. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that's it, man. Just so much appreciate you having us on here. Um, yeah, it's it's been awesome to talk to someone who, you know, has a little bit of belief in us. I mean, it's it's always nice to have a little validation because at the end of the day, you you do this stuff, you put it out, and it's kind of like what's next right and then right. What, where do you go from here so yeah. it's great to to see that you know there's some there, there's something about it that people are digging and i do really appreciate you having us on here and talking to us about it so no problem uh and i'd love to have you guys on when you get the actual album out too so awesome. sounds good man sounds good all right absolutely everybody go to ratsoutreview.com subscribe to our show please and subscribe to all the facebook and and the twitters <laughs> and social medias and whatever hit the subscribe all right see you guys next week Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, brother. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Rats Eye Review Network. Rats Eye Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Rats Eye Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Rats Eye Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams, no relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City, The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira, Schmackle McGob, to you too, Ralph, the Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese, Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over.